We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Drew Johnson. You can find both of us on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find my guy, Drew, at CoachDrew33. Today, we have a very special guest for you guys. We've already spoke with the Mavs' uh, first first-round pick in this last draft, Derek Lively, uh, the second a few weeks ago. Now, the guy that the Mavs traded uh, for the 24th pick, uh, Olivier Maxence Prosper, otherwise known as Omax. Uh, we have him on the pod today. I uh, have a lot of good stuff to talk about with him. Uh, so let's get this thing rolling. Find Hardaway. Maneuvers away from the closeout. Luca maneuvers away from the closeout. And that is about the best dunk we've ever seen in a Luca. This is a holy moment right here. <laughs> so it's real nice. Been a timeout call, but we ain't going nowhere. We're gonna let you look at this again a time or two. <laughs> look at that face. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Maps Step Back Podcast. All right, so Omax. Uh, you know, I know you've been a Dallas Maverick for a little while now, but we would like to formally on our behalf, welcome you to the Mavericks. And, uh, we are very pleased that, you know, things worked out the way they did on draft night. How have you been, you know, acclimating yourself to being on the Mavericks to the city? You know, what, what's, uh, what's your vibe right now with this team? Nah, man. First of all, so I just want to say thank you. Thank you, you guys, for having me on you guys' show. But, nah, man, I've been acclimated real well. Um, you know, been in Dallas for, for a few weeks now, you know, trying to get settled in, apartments, all that stuff. Um, but it's been great, you know. Um, you know, excited for, you know, the night, you know, training camp coming up and everything. But, you know, the, the past few weeks have been great, just selling in, you know, getting everything situated. So, yeah. Have you been able to kind of, you know, explore the city a little bit yet? You know, have, have you been able to find some good eating spots and all that? Or, or has it still been such a rush that you haven't gotten into all that yet? Honestly, it's been a, it's been a rush lately. Uh, I've been just trying to go left and right, trying to you know, buy furniture, buy different stuff left <laughs> and right, you know, get ready. Um, but no, I definitely, definitely plan on exploring um, you know, the city and 
the greater area, you know, Frisco, Plano, uh, all around. Definitely looking to looking forward to that. Well, you're fresh off of, you know, your first NBA summer league and, you know, it kind of, it kind of got off to a slow start because the trades hadn't gone through. So you and D live weren't able to practice with the team, but you eventually got to a point where you were and you uh, got your feet wet in summer league and did pretty well for yourself too. You know, showed off some of the defensive versatility, showed off the ability to shoot, you know, from deep and stuff like that. So, Overall, what was your experience like in Vegas and, you know, getting used to your, your rookie teammates and yeah. uh, the assistant coaching with Jared Dudley and the rest of the staff? No, my, my experience was awesome. Um, I mean, just, you know, my first time wearing a Mavs jersey, you know, even though it's not officially, it's still summer league, still my first time wearing an NBA jersey, and it was it was great. You know, you know, the first couple games, you know, trying to get my rhythm, you know, find my rhythm, you know, Get to know how to play with you know those guys and everything. And once we once we once we figured that out, we we're rolling, and it was oh, great. Yeah. You know, just being able to play my game. You know, play defense, push the ball. You know, knock down open shots. You know, rebound, play with energy, and do and all the little things. I mean, I was just in my element out there, and you know, it was awesome to play on that stage, play against those teams, and just being in Vegas uh, all around. You know, it was really good. And Coach Dudley was was great for us. You know, great coach. You know, he was. A, Great teacher, you know. I was able to learn very quickly, you know, especially not having, you know, practice, not having practiced before a lot. You know, he he explained a lot of things to me and helped me on the fly of the game, and I just kept getting better and better each and every game. And you know, I, I was I was I was that was a great experience for me. You know, obviously, uh, you came to us from Marquette University, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's a very storied program over there. Dwayne Wade came from there. Um, but besides, you know, your college journey, uh, I don't think a lot of people know very much about your overall path, not only to Marquette, but to the NBA as well. Could you uh, give us a little bit of insight on that? Yeah. Um, so I spent I spent my uh, sophomore year and junior year at Marquette. But before that, uh, my freshman year, I went to Clemson University. I went there for my freshman year and then transferred to Marquette. And prior to that, um, for my senior year of high school, uh, I was at the NBA Academy Latin America down in Mexico City. So I've been around uh, a little bit. Um, and it, actually, before that, for my junior year, I was in a prep school in Chicago called Lake Forest Academy. So, you know, I've been moving around, you know, being a guy from Montreal, Canada, you know, basketball over there. Um, it's, you know, it was growing up, it wasn't like where you gonna, you were going to find the most exposure or anything. So I needed to go somewhere else. And then after my sophomore year, I was like, I need to, I need to go. So I went to, you know, prep school Chicago. Then I got the opportunity to play for the NBA Academy. Went there, went to Clemson, Marquette, and now the NBA. So, and, you know, it's been, a, it's been a journey. It's been, you know, going all to those different places, but every place, you know, helped me grow and helped me mature. And, and, you know, I'm grateful for each, each and every one of those experiences. Um, and they helped me shape who I am today. Obviously, you know, the, the NBA Academy Latin America, that that was probably a big boost as far as like, you know, getting your name out there and yeah. getting more recognition and everything. But, you know, based on your previous high school experiences, you know, was was the competition level, you know, heightened from what you were used to when you went to the Academy? Um, yeah, I mean, the competition at the Academy was a lot higher. Um, than when I was previously, you know, the academy, you know, it's really you're playing with the best players all over the world that are not Americans. And it's basically, 
you know, we, we, there's multiple NBA academies around the world. And I was the one uh, in Mexico and, you know, at that time, you know, they were travel all over the world, playing best tournaments, travel to the States, playing great high school tournaments. Um, sometimes we would combine the best players from all the academies and, you know, playing like really big time tournaments. We went, once we went to Barcelona and we were on a team, that was at the time where at the academy, there was me, Benedict Matherman, Josh Giddy, you know, that's yeah. all those guys are in the league now. So I was playing with great guys and, and, and great, and, and great players. So like, it really, you know, helped me develop my game, helped me grow overall and help, you know, you know, you know, push my game to the next level and the exposure was great as well. Well, next here, I, I want you to kind of walk us through your pre-draft process because, mm -hmm. you know, you're putting in a ton of work, and, you know, next thing you know, after the combine uh, where you shined, you know, mm -hmm. your your draft stock kind of rocketed yeah. and you made it into the, you know, the late first round. And just kind of walk us through your pre-draft process, what that was like, you know, maybe the moment you knew like, hey, this is a good possibility. I'm going to be a first round pick. And then uh, talk about, you know, your workouts and uh, you know, some conversations you had with the Mavs beforehand, you know, how, how, how likely did you think it would be that you ended up in Dallas? Yeah. Um, you know, for the pre-draft, you know, overall, you know, coming out of Marquette, um, you know, I would like, I wasn't at that time, I wasn't projected to be a first round pick or anything, but, you know, uh, going in, I was like, I'm going to go all in and I believed in myself and my abilities. And, you know, I was like, it doesn't matter what, you know, the mock draft say now or whatever. I was like, I'm going to put in the work. So I went with my agency, went out to L.A. for a month and just straight up trained to get ready for this, for the pre-draft, the workouts and the combine and all that stuff. And, you know, I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guardian. I'm a, I'll work and anybody that's in front of me. And, you know, that's what I did. You know, my mindset was, you know, bet on myself and going to the combine. That's what I did. And that's how I was able to have the performance that I had and, 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 that's how I boosted my stock into those workouts. You know, I did a I did a total of 18 workouts. So I was I was traveling left and right, you know, going city to city to, to help myself up. And I, I was like, I gotta do what it takes. You know, it takes what it takes. And no matter how tired I was or whatever, I did it. And when I came to the Mavs, um, you know, just just you know the way I the way you know I got I, I got here, and then you know they received me really well. You know, went out went out to dinner with. You know, Nico and and, and and Michael Finley and all. So, like, they just really received me really well. And then the workout, I just came and I work, you know, the you know the, the, the people I was against. You know, I just outwork everybody. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the best chances on my side, you know, knowing I won't be perfect. But and then I, I work. I was loud. I was energetic. I did what I, what I needed to do. And they really they really like, you know, what they saw. And based on that, you know, that's why they were they wanted to come back in the draft and trade for me and you know whenever you never know who's you never know who's watching or who really likes you whatever in those in those workouts but it's about you know just you know maximizing each opportunity each workout is an opportunity and that was my mindset and you know I'm glad I'm glad they decided to you know come back and trade for me in this draft and I'm glad to be here I'll, I'll let Drew he'll he'll go into uh you know, we have a, a question here that relates more to Derek Lively, your your rookie yeah. teammate. But before we get into that, you know, there was a thing that came out uh, after you got drafted, and it was, you know, like Nico Harrison basically I, – I forget the exact quote, but, you know, he said something uh, to the effect of, I told you, Omax, I told you. 
Mm-hmm. What was that that Nico Harris? Did you know beforehand that this was going to happen, or at least that it was a very good possibility of happening? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, like, I didn't know, but, like, I knew Dallas really liked me. I knew they really liked my game, and I knew they, like, if there's a possibility to get me, um, you know, they, they, they were going to push to get me that I knew. So like, and I was coming into the, you know, after the workout, I, like, I was like, this is a place I could be like, I really like you know, my, the vibe I had from here and everything. So like, you know, after he, he was like, when we had the conversations, you know, uh, during the pre, the, during the pre-draft and when I came for the workouts and stuff, like, like he was, you could see Nico was really interested in me and he really liked the type of player and person I was. So I wasn't surprised when he came, when I, when they drafted me and said, you know, and he told me, I told you, I told you, Max, and I was, I was glad, I was glad he made that happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, like Dalton said earlier, we, uh, we interviewed your boy, uh, Derek Lively, um, not too long ago. And uh, he told us about the uh, the relationship that he had with Tyson Chandler and how Tyson Chandler's kind of mm-hmm. taken him under his wing. Um, have there been been any coaches or former Mavs players that have done the same for you? Um, not former Mavs player uh, yet, but honestly, just every coach I've you know I've worked with so far, I've taken me under their wing and just always you know helping me after you know after we practice whatever they'll come up to me talk to me you know for a little bit any question I have they listen they they answer everything like it's really I wouldn't say a single person right now but everybody's been really so open to helping me 
helping me grow, like Coach Dud, um, you know, any any coach really, all of them have been, Coach Sweeney, all of them have been just really helpful for me. And that's, I've learned so much so far in just a short amount of time. And, you know, I'm really grateful for them. Well, I think I speak for everybody, you know, uh, with with Mav's interest, you know, if if at some point, you know, Sean Marion decides to come back and, you know, give some pointers here and there, that would be pretty cool. So uh, okay. consider consider me as one for rooting for that. Um, if I think of former <laughs> players, if I think for more former players, I'd say like probably like Michael Finley. I mean, he's around a lot, so like he's you know another wing back in the day. So like he's oh, giving yeah. a lot of pointers. So if I had to point out like a former player, I would say him. Um, you know, he's been he's been very helpful. Yeah. Well, just just speaking more broadly, yeah. you know, about, uh, you know, your game in general, like are there mm-hmm. some players that you've looked up to over the years growing up, working on your game? You know, maybe you've tried to model certain parts of your game after certain players. I mean, who are some guys you've looked up to over the years? Um, I mean, in terms of looking up to, uh, I mean, I grew up a LeBron fan, so like I was, I was, I was always LeBron since his Miami days, watching him play. So like looking up to, I would say him. Um, but like model my game after, um, you know, I try to take bits and pieces from different players, and you know, like a guy that I really liked, you know, the really like the way he plays. This guy like you know, for example, like Mikael Bridges. Um, yeah. I like the way he plays a two-way player. You know, can knock down open shots, pushing transition. You know, with his with his length and size. Um, you know, guys like guys like Pascal growing up too, like watching him play for the Raptors. I like that a lot. I'm just trying to, you know, p- take bits and pieces from every player and just become the more the most complete player I can be overall. But starting with being a guy that can be a two way player and, and play on both sides of the ball, you know, defend the bar, the best player and then a guy that can, you know, push the ball and knock down open shots and make the right play. Yeah, I mean, being being a two way guy, being especially a rookie, you know, coming in and uh, giving giving that kind of effort on the defensive end, that's a good way to kind of ensure that Absolutely. you know you you can get minutes from the jump there. And you know, a lot of players when they come into the NBA, uh, even if they have natural talent, natural skills, and everything, you know, a lot of guys have it takes them time to develop physically. And, you know, everybody can improve in that area. But it seems, at least from my perspective, that, you know, you're more ready physically than your typical, you know, NBA rookie. Do you feel the same way coming into your 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 first season in the NBA? I do. I do feel like I'm ready. And, you know, especially spending three years in college, I've prepared me a lot for that. You know, being, you know, more experienced through that than like your typical one and done or a guy that, you know, it's really going to take pride in playing defense. Like you said, you know, you come into this league, you know, you play on a team with, you know, Luca and Kyrie, like you ain't going to have the ball much, most of the yeah. time. So how can you come in and be a guy that, you know, can earn minutes on the defensive end? And once you're on the floor, then that opens up everything else, you know, uh, offensively. So you got to find your niche and where, you know, you can build minutes and, you know, get be in a rotation and then build yourself up from there. You know, so that's my mindset going into it. So the Mavs haven't had multiple first-round picks since the 1994 draft, whenever they selected your head coach, Jason Kidd, and Tony Dumas. Um, For the first time in a long time, it seems, uh, Dallas made a real effort to invest in a draft, and this one in particular. Um, Why do you think they made the right decision going after both you and Derek Lively? Um, I think they made the right decision, first of all, because – 
of you know the the way we the way we play this game. You know, me and Deck Lively, we play with a lot of energy. We play with effort. We leave everything on the floor. And looking at this team, I feel like you know that's something you know for the especially on the defensive end was missing this past year. Uh, guys that were coming and and ready to do what it took, you know, to to get stops and to and to help and compliment the star players. And you know, we me and Derek are very energetic guys. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot in the locker room. We're gonna build the culture up. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna we're just gonna grow and we're gonna help this team and compliment this team as much as we can overall. And also, you know, we have great length, great size. Um, we're students of this game, and I feel like you know, overall, as we continue to grow. You know, each and every year, it's not it's not just for this year, it's for long term down the line. I think I think we're going to we're going to we're going to be able to create something special here in Dallas. And I think we got we're two additions that this team definitely needed. I, I can I, I completely <laughs> agree. I mean, I'm not going to get into making any kind of, you know, record predictions or, you know, how the season's going to turn out. But I think when you have guys like you know, stars at the top like Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, mm -hmm. and then you fill in around them like they have with yourself and Derek Lively and Grant Williams and, you know, uh, signs uh, Seth Curry, and uh, they just recently signed uh, Derek Jones Jr. So, I mean, overall, I think the team is in a much better place than they were, you know, four or five months ago, and I'm, I'm excited to see how it how it unfolds for you. Absolutely. Well, Oh, Max, I've got one more question here for you, and we will let you get yeah. out of here. But, you know, based on everything you've experienced so far, the pre-draft process, summer league, you know, doing summer workouts with the Mavs now as you wait for training camp, what do you envision for yourself, you know, heading into your rookie season as far as your role for this team? Uh, how big of an impact do you plan on making from day one? Um, you know, I plan on having a, 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 a significant impact. You know, I want to have a, I want to come in and be a guy that that's in the rotation and contributes to winning. That's my, that's my, that's my outlook for my season. You know, a guy that, you know, that's coming in, that's asked to guard the best man on the other side and the guy that's going to every game get better and improve and gain the confidence of his, of his coaches and, and teammates. And then that's going to, in the end, you know, be, be a big contributor to, to this team's success. That's that's the way I look at my season. Well, Omax, look, we really appreciate you taking some time to talk with us today. Uh, it was great to finally, you know, get to meet you and get to learn a little bit more about you. Sure. And, you know, hopefully we can do this again sometime in the future. So we awesome. really appreciate it, man. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys. Nice to meet you guys, too. Yes, sir. All right. Well, guys, guys, that's going to do it for another episode of the Math Step Back podcast. Uh, be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms, and we will see you next time. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, guys.